So if you have a lead magnet or if you have ever had a lead magnet and it doesn't work, this episode, my friend, is for you. Because I know that feeling. I know that feeling of finally wrapping your head around the need that your business has to have a lead magnet, the absolute business necessity, the critical value that you have on this lead magnet, getting through the hard part of actually making the lead magnet, getting it out there and going to all of that hard work and effort and then having it fail. If that's you, stop crying. Pick up that Kleenex. Put on your big girl or your big boy pants because today, in today's episode, I'm going to help you to dissect, analyze, and fix your lead magnet. And if you have never had a lead magnet before and you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back a few episodes, learn what a lead magnet is, why your business needs one, and hopefully you will never need this episode. But if you do, know that there is an episode here for you. If your lead magnet doesn't work, this episode will teach you what to look for and how to fix it. Stay close because this one is super helpful. If you're looking to grow a wildly profitable travel business that brings you joy, you'll need a consistent stream of new clients because living client to client is like living paycheck to paycheck. I'm your host, Sandra McLemore, wife, mother, travel TV host, and very successful business owner. But my story didn't start out that way. You see, I had just quit my job in corporate America with no backup plan and no new job. I thought that an entrepreneur was a rich person with a new idea, and I certainly wasn't rich. Little did I know, I was about to take $40 out of my pocket, plant it with some coffee and confidence, and grow it into a seven-figure business. In this podcast, I'll share with you every single problem and solution that has crossed my desk. You'll learn tactics and strategies that you can implement into your business today. I'm about to help you start and scale the travel business of your dreams. Welcome to the Travel Marketing and Media Podcast. Okay, so I can't promise that I'm going to fix your lead magnet this episode, but I can definitely promise to give you clarity because I know that feeling, that sinking, awful, gut-wrenching feeling of just going to all of that hard work and all of that effort. Like, let's back up a little bit. I know the feeling of getting the lead magnet finished. It is the most incredible feeling to check that bad boy off your list. I felt, I don't know, like I felt like it was that moment of clearing the laundry. I felt like it was that moment of cleaning up the closet. I felt like it was that weight loss. If you have ever reached your weight goal, I feel like it was that. I feel like it was the long flight and getting to your destination. Like whatever that big goal was that you have set yourself that you've achieved, it might've been hitting the end of your degree. It could have been the end of like a long pregnancy and giving birth. I don't know, like you'll know what, you know what it is. Maybe it was like spending a whole week with your family at the holidays, <laughs> getting back home. Whatever it was that you went through that was hard work and you got to the end and you achieved it. Finishing your lead magnet feels 10 times better than that because no joke, it's hard work. And getting to the end of it feels really good. So putting it out there and then hearing crickets and it not working. And when I say not working, 
we define not working by your expectations not being met. So let's start there. Let's start by saying that your lead magnet goes out into the world. It might be a quiz. It might be a PDF download. It might be a checklist. It might be, who knows? It could be like my current lead magnet at the time of recording this podcast is still my same lead magnet for the last almost two years because it's been working peaches for me. And it's what should I be focused on in my travel business? It's a quiz. It's amazing. It has brought me over 10,000 email subscribers to my list. I'm about to create what I think is going to be the most incredible new lead magnet ever. It is an app. It is amazing. But this one has been doing me really well. But I've had ones in the past that I've just put so much effort into and they haven't worked. But your lead magnet might be a list of amazing cultural experiences that you can have in India. It might be the top 10 destinations to visit in Europe for 2022 and 2023. It might be the five most incredible destinations to get married in 2023 for destination brides. It could be 15 places to travel with your children before they graduate. It could be 25 destinations you can only visit by river cruise that you cannot see by any other type of ocean vessel. The list is absolutely endless. You put together this lead magnet. Like I said, it could be a PDF. It could be a quiz. It could be a checklist. It could be an audio recording. It could be a private podcast episode. It could be a video. A stranger comes across this piece of incredible content. They see it and they think, wow, I want me some of that. And you say, well, you can have it for free, but you got to give me your email address. In an ideal world, they give that email address and you give them the free content. But for some reason, that's where the story ends and they don't sign up for your lead magnet. Now, you thought that hundreds or thousands of people were going to sign up for this lead magnet. You thought, this is going to be great. Some of you thought, I followed Sandra's instructions. Some of you thought, my pod, my group of travel advisor friends, have lead magnets. They told me to do this and it was good. Some of you even thought, Sandra saw this and she said it was really good. Why didn't it work? Some of you showed it to friends and family. Some of you showed it to clients and you're wondering why didn't it work? Well, let's get started. There are four main reasons why a lead magnet doesn't work. And here's the tricky bit. Of all the advice that I'm going to give you today, the hard bit is that It could be one thing. It could be more than one thing. It could be all the things. And I don't know, only you do. And you might not know straight away. You might need to write them down as we go. You might identify with them right away as I say them. You might have to sit and reflect on it. You might lie to yourself at first. You might be in denial. Uh, You might recognize them right away. But listen, write them down. Listen to this again. If you have to, write them down and you'll know. You'll know what you've done and what you haven't done. Okay, so let's start with the reasons. Number one, one out of four reasons why your lead magnet might not be working. Don't worry, don't worry, because I'm going to help you to figure out how to adjust it. And then we're going to look at how you know what the reason is. So it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Number one, main reason why your lead magnet might not be working. You did not test your lead magnet for quality or relevancy. So what do I mean by testing? What do I mean by quality? And what do I mean by relevancy? I hope you wrote those words down. You didn't test it for quality or relevancy. 
So by testing it, let's be clear that you need to test it with your ideal client. You cannot ask another travel advisor if they think it's a good idea, your idea for your lead magnet. If you do, that's okay, but it can't stop there. You have to ask your ideal client. You cannot ask other travel advisors for their opinion on your lead magnet if your ideal client is destination wedding couples, because it might be 40 years ago since your fellow travel advisor got married. In my case, at the time of recording this, I got married six years ago. Five, six, seven, four, five. Oh gosh. Sorry, Anthony. Uh, five years ago, six years ago that I got married. Some of it's super fresh. Some of it feels like decades ago. No offense, Anthony. So I can't give you a really clear idea of the decision-making space that I was in. Plus, I didn't really have a destination wedding. I had a lot of guests fly in, but I had it locally at home. So I'm not really your ideal client. Somebody who got married recently who also had a destination wedding or someone who is currently engaged is better suited to answer your questions. Make sure that you talk to somebody who is your ideal client or who was recently your ideal client to test the concept of your lead magnet to see if it's something that they would find good before you put it out there. Let's talk about quality. When we ask someone, is this good or bad? You're going to get an answer that is a yes or no answer back. So we don't want to ask people about the quality of a lead magnet in an open or closed question. We want to make sure that we ask them in a way that we get more information back so that we get more help back, more guidance back. So we want to ask people, our ideal client, hopefully about the quality of the lead magnet in a way that's going to solicit more helpful information. So we want to ask them, if you gave your email address and you got this content back, what could I add to it that would make it even better, that would make it more helpful? And then you want to close your mouth and listen, because as both of my nanas told me, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Listen to what they tell you, because they might say, you know what? I love that you listed out the ideas for the top five destination ideas for the Caribbean for weddings, destination weddings for 2023. But I would love to know why. I would love to know how they made your shortlist. And was it based on finance? Was it based on weather? Was it based on all brides? Was it based on age of bride? Was it based on budget of bride? Was it based on your experience booking brides? Was it based on trends? Was it based on the number of brides that you've done? Was it based on popularity of the most recent brides? So maybe you just need to add that to it. Maybe it's that they wanted more information. Maybe they wanted more pictures. Maybe you didn't describe in the way that you presented your lead magnet what was actually in there and those things don't match up. So you want to make sure that you ask for, solicit more information on what you could do that would make it better. Make sure also that you're asking, does what I described this to be and what it is match or do I need to explain it better? Then I also want you to test for relevancy. Is this actually what someone who is in your situation wanting? So now let's switch out to family travel. Let's take, for instance, somebody who has teenage children or maybe even school-age children from elementary through to teenage children. A family who may be a mother or a father who wants to plan travel for school-age children. Asking a family who has, even if you are a parent and maybe your children are in college or they've gone off and they're not at home anymore, 
how you plan travel for your children when they did live at home might be different to how parents plan travel now. Maybe schools have changed. Maybe the rules have changed. Maybe all kinds of things have changed. Listen, when I used to take home school newsletters, they were soggy in the bottom of my backpack. Very different to the newsletters that now go out on email because my parents did not have email when I was a kid. So who knows? Maybe the way that parents plan travel now based on school semesters and school vacations has changed. We don't know if we are not that ideal client. Making sure that you ask, is this something you would need to know? How far in advance do you plan travel? How do you think about the travel? How do you come up with destination ideas? Do you talk to other parents at the school gates? Do you get ideas from your school newsletter? Is the school newsletter a place that you want to advertise your services? What do you take into account when you're planning school vacation? Which of the school vacation periods is the one where you like to travel the most? Which is the one where you like to travel the least? Do your children all go to the same school? Do the calendars line up? Whose calendar comes out first? Where are the majority, which state are most of your clients in or most of your audience in? When do their calendars come out? Do they align with the majority of the other states? So you want to think about the content that you're putting out for your lead magnet. Is it relevant and is it helpful to the needs of your audience? So that's question number one. So what I want you to ask yourself, not now because I want you to be listening, actively listening to me, but write yourself a note there to ask yourself, if your lead magnet is not working, did you test it with your ideal client and did you test it for quality and relevancy? Number two, most lead magnets fail because they are not being promoted. So most travel advisors put their lead magnet on their website. They put their lead magnet in an email and send it out to people on their email list. They post their lead magnet on social media. That's about it. Now, the unfortunate part about that is kind of going to lead into number three, which is that you are only pushing your lead magnet around to people who are already in your range. You're only showing it to people who already know about you and you're not pushing it out to people who are strangers. So number two, I would say is that you are not actively and consistently promoting it. So that would be number two. You're not actively and consistently promoting it. So write that down as number two. You are not actively and consistently promoting it. How do you know that that's you? I want you to ask yourself the question, what is on your calendar right now that's coming up next that is the next active thing on your calendar that's going to promote your lead magnet? Is there an ad scheduled on social media? Is there an event coming up? Is there a podcast episode coming up uh, that you're guest hosting? Do you have some advertising coming up? Are you appearing on a stage somewhere soon? Are you at an event coming up soon speaking? What is coming up where you are actively promoting your lead magnet? So if you don't have anything on the schedule coming up, if there's nothing on your calendar right now, that if I walked into your office or into your house that you could say, Sandra, there, look, March, June, August on my calendar right there, then you are not actively promoting it. Ask yourself there, are you doing well or are you not doing well? Number two. Number three, if you are promoting it, are you promoting it to strangers? You have to be promoting your lead magnet to strangers in order for it to grow your email list. 
Because if you are only posting your lead magnet to your own audience on social media, if you are mentioning your lead magnet on your emails that go out each week, if you are mentioning it on your Facebook lives, if you are posting it, if you are mentioning it on your reels, on your stories, if you are running ads to people who already like your page, if you are putting it on your website, if you are mentioning it at the bottom of each blog or article, if you're talking about it on your podcast, the chances are that you are not reaching strangers. You have to be pushing your promotion to strangers because remember, in each of the three levels of the marketing funnel, and if you don't know these three levels, please go back to the beginning of my podcast episodes. I think that there are episodes one and two where I talk about the levels of the marketing funnel and just a really quick 30-second recap. So don't fast forward through this bit because it'll be that quick. The top of your marketing funnel, top of funnel is all about converting strangers into email subscribers. And how do we do that? With a lead magnet. This is where we find people who are strangers to us. They don't know about our business. They don't know what we can do for them. And we turn them from strangers into email subscribers. The middle of our funnel, that's where we do our weekly content, where we post on social media. That is where we turn people who already know about us, our email subscribers and our followers, that's where we remain top of mind and top of speed dial. That's where we just get to know them and they get to know us, but they already know who we are. That's why I'm always reminding you, you guys, I'm always reminding you, posting on social media is not going to get you bookings from strangers because it is not a top of funnel tactic. It's a middle of funnel tactic. It's like dating. You already know that person. You're just getting to know them better. And the bottom of funnel tactic, that is where we use our email list and we email out to our email list the amazing deals and offers and promotions that we have. We call them travel opportunities. We email them out to the people on our email list who already know us really well because they hear from us every week in our podcast episodes or in our weekly Facebook lives or our weekly articles that we email out. They see us all the time on their social media feed. And we might randomly email and be like, hey, there's an incredible offer right now on this cruise line or this all-inclusive resort is doing this or look at these incredible farm-to-table experiences combined with this incredible cruise experience and this amazing all-inclusive resort and you can combine them all together. And they're running 50% off this and free air upgrades and this and this and this. You email those out. You would never post them on social because all you'll attract is price shoppers and tire kickers. But that is where you convert email subscribers into paying clients. So remember, the conversion at the top is strangers to email subscribers. In the middle, you turn people from email subscribers into ready-to-pay clients. And at the bottom, you turn them into ready-to-travel into paying clients. If you are not promoting your lead magnet to strangers, it means that you're not filling the top of your funnel with strangers, which means you don't have people dropping into the middle. If you don't have people dropping into the middle of your funnel, there's nobody swirling around in the middle of your funnel so that when your cruise line, when your preferred suppliers, those focus suppliers, the suppliers that you want to sell the most of, the suppliers that are paying you that top commission rate, the suppliers that you want to sell the most of, when they come through, with those amazing deals and you want to send them out to people, 
by email, if you don't have a healthy list, you're not going to have a bunch of people hit reply or you're not going to have a bunch of people send through meeting requests or quick hello calls or planning requests. Listen, I have a friend, Cara, or Cara, depending on what you call her, and she will send a travel opportunity, like a deal that she gets through. She has a huge email following. She has like an email list. She has now, I'd say she probably has maybe like 12, 15,000 people on her email list. She used to have nobody. And then she followed my strategy over the years and she's grown an email list. Cara can send out an email with an all-inclusive special to a resort. It might be dreams, it might be secrets, it might be sandals, whatever she wants to send. Girl will send out an email and she will have 20 or 30 clients book calls in her calendar and request proposals. She will have people hit reply and say, Cara, we want to go August. Any date in August, we can go for a week. The kids are off school from this date to this date. Can you do us a quote? You've got our card on file. Just send us the price and we'll confirm. She'll have people book that don't even have a call with her. They'll just say, send us a quote for this date to this date. And they'll write back and say, yep, that's great. Please charge my card on file. Why? Because she has that many people coming in from her lead magnet that she tested, that she promoted, that she promoted past people who knew about her into an orbit of strangers that climbed into the top of her funnel that she nurtured with her weekly content so that when those amazing deals from her focus suppliers came out, she was able to send out these incredible opportunities, right? She was able to do that. And she had strangers climbing into the top of her email funnel. Okay, I feel like I'm preaching. Oh my gosh. I'm going to put down my three reasons. I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to take a break and take a sip of water. (laughs) I'm going to come back to you after a quick break of water, a drink of water. And I'm going to tell you reason number four, why your lead magnet is not working. And then in the next episode, I promise I'll come right back in the next episode. And I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to work with you on how you can adjust your promotions, your ads. So it doesn't matter if it's a Facebook ad or a social media ad that you're running, or it's just a promotion that you're like promoting it on a podcast, maybe that you're on, or you're written a guest blog or something like that. I'm going to talk to you about how you can adjust the promotion of your lead magnet to do better. And then we're going to talk about how, if you've got that kind of a promotion or an ad running, how you know that it's broken and what part of it to fix. Let me take a glass, a drink of water, and I'll come back and I'll tell you the fourth reason why your lead magnet is not working. I know you're loving this podcast episode, and I'd really like to help you a little more to grow your travel business. Head over to travelmarketingandmedia.com slash smart tools for a list of my favorite productivity and creativity tools. I've listed out my favorite websites, apps, quizzes, cheat sheets, and resources. I have used every single one of them, and I know they're going to help you as you move closer to your goals. So whether you need to hire an extra set of hands or grab a checklist to keep you moving, I've got you covered. That's travelmarketingandmedia.com slash smart tools. Let's get back to the podcast episode. Okay. I had a drink of water a mouthful of coffee as well. Because I want to say first reason was that you didn't test it to your ideal client. So it might've been the wrong person you were testing it to. You didn't test for quality or relevancy. Secondly, you're not actively and consistently promoting it. Thirdly, you're not promoting it out of the orbit of people who know you already, which means you're not promoting it to strangers. And fourthly, your ad needs adjusting. You might have tested it. 
you might be promoting it actively. You're like, Sandra, I am, girl. I promise you I am. You might be doing all those things. You might be promoting it actively. You might be paying for ads and doing all those things. But guess what? Friend, your ad might be broken. Or as my child, my two-year-old says right now, moken. He can't say broken. <laughs> I don't know why he can't say broken because he can say bike. It might be the B-R. He says moken. Your ad might be moken. When I say ad, I'm going to use that word in a kind of a loose term right now. So you might be running social media ads, or you might be just doing like a guest podcast episode where you're going on someone else's podcast and talking about uh, travel as a topic or something specific. You might be writing a guest article for someone's website. You might be going onto the news or being interviewed for something. You might be guest speaker at something. You might be presenting or co-hosting something. And then you get to mention your lead magnet. However, you're showing up and talking about your lead magnet. So instead of saying ad, let's just say mentioning. When you're mentioning your lead magnet, be it on an ad on Facebook or in person or in writing, your mentioning of your ad might be janky. Whether it's verbal or written, you might be doing that incorrectly. So it might not be resonating with people. It might look wrong and it might sound wrong. Those, my friends, are the four reasons I guarantee you, I promise, promise, promise you, those are the four reasons why your lead magnet is not working. It either wasn't tested properly, you are not promoting it consistently, you are not promoting it to strangers who are your ideal clients or your ad, how you're showing it, how you're promoting it is not right. It doesn't look right. It doesn't feel right. It's not connecting to the people. The people aren't feeling it. Don't feel bad. Like, don't be, don't be like sad face about this now. If you have a lead magnet and it's moken, don't be sad about that. I think you should kind of feel good, you know, like it's like a food sensitivity test. Now you know you can't eat cheese. Like just, well, cheese is, that would be bad if you found out you couldn't. I love cheese. You just found out you can't eat red peppers. Okay. It's not the biggest deal. You just can't eat red peppers. So now you know, you know what you've got to fix. You know what you did wrong. Maybe you did one, two, three, or four. I don't know what you did wrong. You did one or more of these things wrong. I just want you to own it. Just claim it and be like, you know what? That's what I did wrong. That's what I'm doing wrong. Own it, write it down and say it out loud. This is what I'm doing wrong and I'm going to fix it because if I fix it, my lead magnet's going to work. Now, unfortunately, if you're doing number one incorrectly, you might find that you have to do a new lead magnet or redo it. But can I just say, isn't there a little bit of satisfaction in just not having the same thing out there and it not working? At the end of the day, the goal is to have a high converting lead magnet. So again, don't put a sad face here. Just feel good knowing that you're one step closer to having a high converting lead magnet by knowing what's broken. Because if you don't know what's broken or broken, you can't fix it. In the next episode, we are going to dive deep into knowing, understanding what in your ad or mention or what you're putting out there, how to know what part of it is wrong. So what I mean by that is, is it your image that's wrong? Like the image that you're using for your lead magnet? Is it how you're saying it? Is it the title of your lead magnet? Is it how you're describing it? Because how you present your lead magnet to people determines whether or not they want to sign up for it. So whether or not you're running ads or you're talking about it at live events, maybe you're doing a lot of guest 
hosting on podcasts or you're writing articles, maybe you're doing the media circuit and you're showing up on radio or TV or whatever it is. We're going to talk about how you know that your ads are wrong. The majority of you are using Facebook ads or Instagram ads. So we're going to focus more on that. And then if we can fit it in the next episode, We'll then go on after that to talk about how you know what the reason is. And if we can't fit it in, we'll go into another episode after that. But we're really just going to stretch our legs over the next episode or two so that you can really dig deep and find out what's wrong with your lead magnet so that you can fix it. No more sad face. You're one step closer to having a high converting lead magnet. And honestly, don't you just want to get it fixed so that you can have a ton of people A ton of people who want to book the kind of travel that you want to sell, climbing into the top of your lead magnet. Friend, get excited for that. Get excited to have thousands and thousands and thousands of people on your email list. Because imagine that feeling of being able to send an email and have dozens of people immediately want to book the type of travel that you want to sell. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. If this podcast episode resonated with you and you'd like to hear more, head over to travelmarketingandmedia.com slash podcast to get notified about new episodes and also listen to any that you may have missed. And if you'd like to ask a question about this episode, you can send it there for me to answer on a live Q&A. We'll see you in the next episode.